Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. This is 6.57 a.m. And you're hanging out with myself, giving it a straightive and sheltered toy right here on I Am Live this beautiful Friday evening. Um, so happy Friday to you, and I hope you have sent a happy Friday to a loved one. Um, if you feel silly, then send it to a loved one who will understand and appreciate your silliness just by wishing them a happy Friday. Um, we're heading straight into our discussion for the evening. And we're discussing Facebook and genuine friendships. Why are your Facebook followers still called your friends or the people that have, um, you know, liked your Facebook page? Why are they referred to as your friends? Is it to give you the illusion um, that you have friends that are online that you've never met? Um, and then you know how, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, Charles, but like you'll meet these people in public um, who are your quote, un- quote unquote Facebook friends um, and then they'll say, oh yeah, man, I know you, like on Facebook, you're you're given, I, I always see you. And I'm like, dude, we don't know each other. <laughs> You, you've just seen a couple of my posts on Facebook. Yeah, so it is, it, is, it is a very, you might think of it as a trivial question because, I mean, it is something that is virtual, it's online, and a lot of things, some people consider things that exist online as being, having, having no physical impact on the, on, on, in the world that we live in, or not much anyways. Uh, but it, I believe it does play into our psyche, right? It does play into the way that we think and into our expectations as well. Um, so I think that be, the, the, the reason that the friend button was, in, was invented, uh, you know, where you can add someone as a friend, I think initially the idea for, for Facebook was to connect with people that you know. But we all know because it's the internet, you can, there are some people who actually only connect with people that they are familiar with on Facebook or that they are acquainted with and not necessarily just friends. But it will be family, it will be friends as well as acquaintances. Beyond that, they will not um, accept your friend request. And I respect those people because they keep their, sur- their online circle small and they prevent a lot of stress in their life. Um, But then you get people like me. (laughs) I think I have well over, I'm approaching 5,000 friends on Facebook. Um, I'm going to check now and I'll I'll share the exact number, but it's difficult for me to um, choose who I accept and who I don't. And the reason I say that is because um, I'm a person who does performances. Uh, I'm here on Radio Pulpit. Um, and there's some of you that go in and, and follow me on, on Facebook as well. Um, and it's it's difficult for me, even though I have a page that people can follow. But unfortunately, people love following your personal page, your personal account, rather than your page. Um, so, I mean, I don't even know where my, 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 my quote-unquote friends are sitting on Facebook. Um, and my question that I want to ask to you sitting at home, um, and also I'm going to pass it over to Charles right now, is um, does Facebook give you the illusion that you have friends when you actually don't? Or does it give you a false sense of connection? What are your thoughts, Charles? Um, I think it depends on what's the purpose of Facebook. Mm. Like my my dad has got these people. <laughs> this is probably the worst example to use. 
uh, elder person because that's not the, <laughs> the way Facebook's supposed to function. <laughs> yeah. But for instance, like my dad, he, he literally only has his friends on Facebook. Um, well, only his friends are his friends on Facebook. I hope that, I hope that makes it sense. It does, it does. So that's, that's how he keeps tabs on them and see what they're up to. I think for a great part of the, the older generation, that's, that's good. Um, for people that, that they lost contact with years ago, they can find them now on Facebook and sort of old friendships can be rekindled. Whereas in my personal experience, mm-hmm. I feel no connectivity to anyone of my friends of face, on Facebook at all. None at all. Probably for the mere reason that I don't think we actually are friends. I've got mm. my friends on Facebook. But people would send me a friend request and we're not, we, we weren't even friends in high school. Mm. We were in the same high school, but I literally never spoke to you in high school now you send me a friend request to see what's happening in my life. Um, that's that's why I'm probably one of the biggest believers in the fact that social media is the most unsociable thing that you that you can do. Mm. Um, and uh, I don't have a lot of friends. I'm not nearing the the the, the um, need to open up a page like you because you need to re- re-register as a page then, right? Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. You've got five thousand people. Uh, I'm, I'm very blessed with just over 200 friends. Of <laughs> but, and Shell says, I'm, ble- I'm very blessed. Like yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, I completely get you, hey. And, and I do know that there are a lot of people who are just like you, who prefer to keep their uh, Facebook friends uh, very limited. You can only follow me on Facebook if I know you personally or if we are acquainted. And I mean, for you, I mean, I imagine that, Charles, you don't have 200 plus friends. Um, then you, you pro- So that means on your Facebook, you have your friends and then you have your acquaintances. Like you don't, uh, you're not those people who accept just anyone throwing a, yeah. a, a request. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I can completely understand that. And I, I suppose... To some degree, I do relate uh, to some degree. Um, and and by, by relate, I, I mean it in the sense that um, I can relate to being overwhelmed and also being suspect as well. Because nowadays, I mean, I'm, my mind are actually sitting at like, I looked at it now, it's like three point something. Um, so it's, it's approaching 4,000 um, friends rather. Um, and... And I, I can understand because now I'm starting to be suspicious of the people that send me friend requests. You know how on Facebook you get those people who are just been uh, Bitcoin entrepreneurs <laughs> and then or Forex entrepreneurs. And then all they, the only reason that they, they asking you to um, to add them as a friend on, on Facebook or to accept their friend request is just so they, that they can sell you um bitcoin this bitcoin idea or put you into forex or you know they'll have a a weight loss thing that they want to sell you um so or some multi-level marketing type of thing and to be quite honest there are a lot of those 
a lot of those and facebook has a lot of scammers as well uh people who will just hit you up in your inbox and pretend to be some girl that's interested in you and then eventually she'll say something like if you want to have access to me uh send 500 rands to this number or they'll spark a friendship and say listen i'm in danger um i know we've only just started knowing each other recently i've had a couple of uh, those people inbox me, but I always spot it immediately. Like I know the type of girls that chat to me. <laughs> yeah, if if you look suspect, I'm like these kind of girl. These girls don't chat to me. So like you, you're a suspect. And then when you actually go to their page, you realize that they only have two or three posts, right? Um, and then and thousands of friends. Exactly, and you're like, ah, this is not a real person. This one, uh, uh-uh. uh. And then you just block. Um, so <clears throat> it, it really does raise a, a, a very important question, right? And it also helps us understand, like, it, in, for, for us millennials, it's not as much of a problem, especially for, for baby boomers. Baby boomers do not have these issues. Um, so it might be difficult to relate. But for, for, for Gen Zs, and I think it's going to be even worse for Generation Alpha, which is uh, your kids, Charles, um, it's going to be very difficult for that generation, not for your kids specifically, um, pr- because they are growing up in a world that they have never known an existence outside of social media. Uh, they've never lived in a time where Facebook has not existed. However... Um, it's, it's interesting to know, cause as we saw with Mareka now that a lot of, and, and I, and I, I know this because a lot of people have actually mentioned it, that, uh, Gen Z's actually are not on Facebook. It's the older no, generation no. that's on Facebook. So we're the yes. ones having the struggle. <laughs> so it's mostly a, mil- a millennials who are having the struggle. Cause a lot of the younger ones are on TikTok, Instagram, um, as well as, uh, on Twitter, uh, and Snapchat, and then they have all these other quirky uh, sites that you know are very niche that you will never ever know about. Um, they exist on those platforms, um, and I wonder—I I actually do wonder—like, what are the upcoming apps, social media apps that we are unaware of? Right, child? Do you ever wonder the ones that your kids will be using? Yeah, I, I often wonder how will they connect? How will they be social? Yeah. Um, I seriously wonder about these things because now TikTok is considered social media, but all you literally do is you, you watch other people's videos. Mm. There's no, not necessarily interaction on it, if that makes sense. You reveal a bit of yourself, but there's no interaction with, as to, for instance, on Facebook, I might be wrong, but for instance, on Facebook, where you had the opportunity to post on someone's wall and then they started Messenger and stuff like that. Mm. It was a bit more social, I believe, than what for currently the trend is on, Inst- on, on, on TikTok. Oh. Um, you mean I don't with- know. What's your feeling about it? You're more active on TikTok than what I am. Yeah, yeah, I definitely am active on Look, TikTok is actually quite a good community. A lot of people don't know this, but TikTok is a very, very good community. It's not as toxic as, for example, Twitter. Um, it does have its its certain level of toxicity, I won't lie. Um, some people just do post videos that will just turn you off and mess up your mood. But in general, um, if you build a community, the beauty of, of, of TikTok is this, is that you can build your own community. 
um, and 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 that community, depending on how your content is, you will attract those types of people on on TikTok, and that's the beauty of TikTok. So if you're making content about God, the Bible, you'll attract people that are interested in those things. If you're making content about sports, uh, being buff and being fit, you'll attract those types of people. Um, if you're making content, positive content, you'll attract those people. And if your content is negative, then you will attract those people. But the thing, the difference between Twitter and Facebook is that Twitter does not give you the impression that the people that are following you are your friends. You do not have that illusion. <laughs> you not don't. You don't have that illusion. <laughs> as well as Instagram. Instagram ha- it does that less than Facebook does. However, it's important to also know that there are apps that are primarily built to make you think that you have friends. Like you even, you'll even, uh, I mean, there's an app I've been seeing. I forgot what it's called. I think it's Omogli or something like that. I don't know if you've heard of it, Charles. Where you it, the the app is literally built to talk to strangers. Oh, no, I think it's no. Omeg. I hope it's Omegle. Uh Yes, there it is. There it is. I want to read the the synopsis for this app. I'm not sure how it's actually pronounced, but the the website it's on om um, it's o m e g l e dot com. So Omegle or Omegle. Uh, I, I'm not sure how it's pronounced, but. Omegle is a free online chat website that allows users to socialize with others without the need to register. So uh, the service randomly pairs users in one-on-one chat sessions where they chat anonymously using the names you and stranger or stranger, uh, stranger one and stranger two in the case of spy mode. Um, so you're you're able to to chat. Uh, I'm not sure if if it allows for text chatting, but I know that uh, it all it it also allows for video chatting. And I've seen a lot of uh, clips from this site where people will record the chats that they have and then they'll share it on their channel or on um, uh, YouTube as well. So I feel like a site like this can give you a sense false of connecting and building relationships with people that are strangers that you'll never ever connect with again um, mm. and I wonder if us being on these platforms is not stealing and robbing us of the true quality of building and working on actual friendships because friendship is has played such an, for me personally friendship has played such an important role in my life um, having friends that I can rely on and depend on um, and visit when I feel like I'm, I'm alone or lonely, uh, friends that can encourage me in the things that I'm pursuing. Um, and I don't know, Shal, if, if you, um, what are your thoughts on scripture and its emphasis on friendship? Because I don't know if you know this, Shal, but there are people who actually believe that friends are a bad thing because they've been burned once or twice in the in the in the journey in their journey in life i know that my mother does not care for friends um she only had one friend who passed away she's uh had friends when she was much younger before she had us uh but the older she got the less friends she had um and she never made the effort to even pray for friends um so i'm 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 wondering if if, if there's something you can share about the importance of friendship um and having genuine friendships Yes, there, there, there actually is 
something. Um, I want to find that real quick. Where is it? It's a, it's a biblical verse. And I always repeat this to people that's wanting friends in order for them to remember that they need to be friend, a friend, to find a friend. Uh, Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9 to 12 says, Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together uh, can keep warm. And then a double, then there's the, what's the piece now? Sorry, now the Bible mm-hmm. A double-threaded cord cannot be easily broken. And that, that ties just perfectly together what it means to be friendship. Mm. If, you are, if you do have a true, honest friend, I think life is a lot easier um, when you are surrounded by people. That's why I, I think it's a Telegram, the app that you can connect with the people that's around you. Um, you can find people that's on the Telegram app that's yes, close by yeah, and you yeah. can start talking to them. And that's sort of Telegram's way of helping you reach out if there's a moment that you need someone in the emergency or whatever the case might be. Mm. So I think I, I prefer that to to talking to complete strangers because I think with the way that, that social media and people are living fictitious lives on the internet, they will just probably use that thing, uh, Omegle, to live another fictitious life, and that will living a fake life in the face of others can obviously easily distract them, and that again would sort of harbor distrust with them. Mm. And then you sit with more people, like you mentioned now, with your mother, just not having she being hurt by people, and then just not feeling the need to have friends, because if you have a friend, you set yourself open as vulnerable and open to being hurt. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I think it's also it's it's also important to mention that building gen, being able to discern what true friendship is, and not being thinking that the the people that you have on your social media are your friends, is such an important thing, uh, especially because the ability and skill to engage in actual, real, physical relationships is a dying skill, unfortunately. Uh, Because people are having less and less reasons to engage with each other in the real world. Um, And we're all finding things to keep ourselves distracted with in our own homes. Your Netflixes, uh, gaming and gaming using VR headsets. And people are probably going to start, you know, when you're gaming with people, you think that you're forming friendships. But that's, that's a very limited friendship that has no that 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 is bound by the virtual world that it exists within so i feel like this conversation is important in reminding us the fact that you need to flex your friendship muscle you need to go out and put yes. yourself in uncomfortable situations because um building relationships from within a comfort zone it 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 doesn't teach you anything right it doesn't teach you any skill that you have not learned which is basically how if you like i remember Someone that I love loved listening to, uh, Darren Hardy, sharing that he was ice skating and then he came back to his dad and he said, look, dad, I was ice skating and I didn't hurt myself or fall even once. And he looked at him and said, then you didn't learn anything new, which mm-hmm. as harsh as that may sound to say to your kid, there is a lot of truth in that. If you if you don't get yes. hurt, in fact, Mareka, uh, who was here in studio, had so many bruises on her body uh, because she's a person who goes outdoors and she does biking and running. Um, so which actually shows you that she's out learning and growing. Um, and that's evidence of a person developing and changing. 
So do keep that in mind, that being in a comfort zone is not a good space to be in because it doesn't teach you anything mm. new. Um, Charles, I'm going to hand over yeah. to you to close us off for the night. So do you want me to do the devotion real quick? Yes, yes. Yes, okay. So the devotion for tonight is obviously found in Proverbs 27 verse 10. It says, Do not forsake your friend or a friend of your family and do not go to your relative's house when disaster strikes you. Better a neighbor nearby than a relative far away. And I think we always take that verse and say that it's I need friends because it's better to have them close by. But I think the original intent behind Solomon when he was writing this is remember to be a good friend to someone if you are a good friend to someone they will remember you and rather come to your house than that what they would have come to a relative's house better to have a neighbor close by than a relative far off and i know this sounds intimidating having friends or not having friends at all and you're sitting in a difficult scenario i want to encourage you reach out to our counseling line but also be the friend that you seek in someone and that's actually the way that friendships will be formed. As Given said now, flex your friendship muscle. That is very, very important in this world where friendship is dying at a rapid, rapid rate.